0: What a mess we have. Chaos seems to be the way. This is just the start. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I know I am not doing as much as I used to do. It's because work is killing me. I actually do have to work, I'm sorry, I do. So is going to be a little different. Uh, it's going to be a little different than Friday. Friday is already set up uh, and it is going to be very different than what you're probably used to. Today we're just going to talk, we're just going to talk news because I've missed news in the last, I think since Wednesday of last week. So it's been a while. So let's, let's go into the news and let's talk. And remember, if you've got kids, I'm going to kind of let loose a little bit, not, horribly, but a little bit. So do not be surprised if I blow it. Uh, so Roger Stone, uh, who was a former Trump advisor and accused of lying of, to officials and impeding an investigation, had his 40-month prison sentenced, c- sentence commuted, to, uh, commuted so he doesn't have to go to prison. He was supposed to go to prison last week. Now, I'm not surprised that Trump commuted his sentence. He should have Had his sentence commuted, uh, if not forgiven by Trump, this is a 67-year-old man who was charged with lying about a crime that never happened. Heck, SWAT invaded his home at 5 a.m., fully armed, while CNN was filming. Of course, CNN says no, we didn't. uh, We didn't know. We just, you know, it was an accident that we found that. Yeah, bull. That was not an accident. That was set up. 40 months for a 67 year old is a long time. Could be a death sentence. Again, lying about a crime that never happened really takes some. Um, you really gotta hate Trump. Now, here, here, here's the problem I don't like Roger Stone. I've seen him on television. He's a loudmouth, he's annoying. I actually turned off Tucker Carlson when Roger Stone is on, because I just don't care what Roger Stone has to say. I also think that characters like Roger Stone make Trump look kind of creepy. You know, Michael Cohen, Roger Stone, Stormy dan These are the guys that you just really want to go away But I do think this was a good move by Trump. I wish he would have done this for Michael Flynn before Michael Flynn lost his house, went bankrupt and all that stuff. But it is what it is. That's fine. If Michael Flynn had gotten convicted and thrown into prison, he would have done the same thing. And I, I don't like commutations because they still have a felony on their record. I personally would have just removed it altogether. Make it that this guy never committed a crime. Of course, the media is flipping out about it. They flip out about everything that Trump does. They didn't flip out when Obama released Bradley Manning or Chelsea, whatever you believe, because he decided to be a she while he was in prison serving a, 50 year, a fifty-eight years or 57-year sentence for treason and selling state, state secrets to WikiLeaks, which led to the deaths of Americans, and then had the state the federal government pay for his sex change operation. The media didn't flip out about any of that. They didn't, of course, it's too bad. Bradley Manning tried to commit suicide already once, so we can see how that transsexual thing works. Doesn't work well, which, by the way, most people, including scientists, have been saying for years. The media didn't flip out when Obama released a bunch of terrorists for a captured military deserter, whose disappearance led to the death of a bunch of soldiers, but we should flip out because some rich guy in New York, who has a bad hair weave, is commuted because he lied about a crime that didn't he that wasn't committed. Oh, we're so stupid. I know what I just said was all about what aboutism. And I told you when you debate, never use whataboutism. Never use analogies. Never use whataboutism. But with the media, they use whataboutism all the time. And it's kind of something to say, you know, you guys didn't flip out about any of this. So why are you flipping about this? And I'm not debating here. I just don't care that Trump commuted Stone's sentence. And I don't care what the media has to say about it. The only reason I would care about what the media has to say is because the media, it just shows how screwed up the media actually is. So it is what it is. The next big news story of the week is a news story that actually doesn't have a lot to do with politics. It has to do with my confusion of what I'm going to be doing on Sundays and Saturdays. Listen, there was a basketball player that I absolutely hated, and it was Charles Barkley. Hated him. Thought he was a big mouth, thought he was a problem. Great basketball player, don't get me wrong. I still don't respect Charles Barkley as an intellectual giant, but Barkley has something that I do respect, and I think this is why he got through the NBA as successfully as he did. He is funny as hell. He had an awesome point move in the paint. For a guy who was like six foot three, and he caused nothing but chaos in the paint. And he's got a crap load of common sense. This is something you don't see in the NBA. Unfortunately, common sense has gotten him into trouble with TBS in the past. Now, Barkley does host the primetime basketball show on TBS and TNC. And Uh, it's, he's got some opinions that have really ruffled a lot of feathers. Basically, Barkley said, if the NBA made their games this year into a social justice project, they they were going to suffer financially. And here's what he said, and I'm going to give you the whole quote. We need some police reform. We need prison reform. My concern is turning this into a crisis instead of trying to do some good stuff, the last thing they want us to do is turn on the television and hear arguments all the time. It's going to be very interesting to see how the public reacts. I think you'd have to be foolish to think we could go that whole three months without getting positive tests, but I think we are all flying in the dark right now, and I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen here. That's a lot of money for these players, and they can put it back in their community. So I think that's the main reason to play. I love this. So far, he's basically saying there are problems. Let's deal with the problems. Let's not politicize the problems. And he says that now what the NBA wants to do is actually go out and politicize the problems. So that me and you, me and the typical person watching the NBA says, I don't need this. I see this enough on Fox. I see this enough on CNN, MSNBC, CBS. I I don't need this. And he's saying that, you know, if these guys want to be a political animal, if these people actually want to do something, then you're making millions of dollars. Spend it on your community. Don't waste it on the playing surface because the playing surface is their office this is where they're doing their work but he continues quote you'd have to be a fool to think your kids will be safe in school right now a lot of kids who are at home don't have access to the internet that really makes a gap between the rich and the poor even more so this is a critical time in our country Okay, here, I don't necessarily agree with him. I think kids are actually quite safe in school right now. There's no proof that kids get this as as easily, and there's no proof they spread it as easily. But do you see what he's doing here? He's saying that because people are asking him. He's not a player anymore, and he's got the right to say it, and it's something I'll listen to. I'll continue. Quote, I just hope we get some adults who know what they're doing and stop screwing around and dividing our country. We need cops. Most of the cops do a fantastic job. But instead of defunding and all this other stuff, let's just do police reform. Everybody should be on board for whatever, for that, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, conservative, or liberal. Thank you, Charles Barkley. You just basically said what I've been talking about on the podcast for ages. Not just me, Ben Shapiro... Dave Rubin. Everyone has been saying the same thing. Worry about the problem. Stop worrying about everything around the problem. And we're going to get to that a little bit later because the Democrats are notorious for the left, not the Democrats. Because liberals, um, classical liberals, don't worry about this stuff. But you got to worry about what's the problem is let's attack the problem. Prison reform? I, I don't agree with what Trump did with prison reform. Um, police reform? I do agree with police reform. There are things we can agree on. Let's find it. So let's go. Um, and there's going to be a sick here. So uh, the Democrats and Repu- quote the Democrats and Republicans can't even talk about police reform. That's the number one thing they should do before they do anything else. That's something we've been talking about since uh Colin Kaepernick kneeled and these clowns in the Democrat and Republican Party that's the number one thing they should do before anything else. He's absolutely correct. He's absolutely correct on this whole thing. Democrats and Republicans are so far apart. But here's where he's not correct. He also has to understand there is now a division between Democrats and Republicans. The left has gone so far left, and the right is just right enough that there are things that cannot be agreed to. For example, the way the education system is run, the way that the left wants a nanny state, socialism, things like that, these are not there. And this is, and I've had several podcasts in the last couple weeks about this, about why there's going to be a cultural or even physical civil war within the United States. Because there are no talking points, there are no air, not talking points, excuse me, but there are no areas of agreement. We can't just, we can't even, both agree we need some police reform. And we do. I think we all do that. We all believe that. Some prison reform. That's a kind of a further debate because I don't believe you should be releasing every prisoner, which is what the left is doing right now. But there should be some prison reform. There should be issues with Colin Kaepernick and his kneeling. I, I don't like that. But here's the thing that that the NBA doesn't realize because they're too busy listening to the uh uh this screaming of the woke scolds is that Barkley's absolutely correct about one thing. Sports is going to become a victim of capitalism. People watch and pay for entertainment. Not political commentary. I spend most of my day dealing with politics. And that's because I like politics. But I can tell you one thing. I have cut my news time down to a, maybe a hour, couple hours a day. I like when my blood pressure rises when I'm pissed off about something political. But when I'm watching a football game, I really don't give a damn about politics. I don't give a damn about what Drew Brees thinks about kneeling for the flag or any of his opinions. Throw the friggin' ball, shut the fuck up. And since Colin Kaepernick decided to kneel, I have watched less and less football. I'm not interested. Now, well, basketball, let's keep going, basketball is worse. I have not watched a basketball game in five, six years. I hate the new rules. I think the new rules are stupid. I hate the fact that the game is so choppy. You can't... There's no flow to an NBA game. Why do I say that? I say that because I actually don't like basketball for a reason. But I hate the whiny players. And the whiny players have been whiny for a while. Now, they think I want to hear what they think of America, Black Lives Matter, and Hong Kong, I think they really give a damn about, I think they think I give a damn about what LeBron James thinks about politics, uh, but it's not true. LeBron James, great basketball player, but I think he's a moron. I think the guy graduated high school, that does not make you a Rhodes Scholar because you can throw a, a 18-foot shot. Or dunk over a 7-foot player. I, I, that doesn't make you a, a, someone I really will spend a lot of time. One of the reasons I really don't care. I watch the game. I don't watch the interviews at the end. I don't care. Now we actually have to read his political opinions on his jersey? That's a thing the NBA is going to do? Yeah, I won't be watching NBA basketball. And you know what? I'm not the only one. Now, here's the difference between cancel culture. I'm not calling for a ban on the NBA. I'm not calling for a ban on the NFL. I'm just saying I'm not going to watch it. I really don't give a damn if you watch it. But here's the thing. A lot of people and we saw this with the Kaepernick thing where 20, 25% of the people weren't watching football anymore because they were disgusted with Kaepernick. That's what's going to end up happening. Capitalism wins. Because I don't have to boycott anything. I don't like boycotting. I don't like cancel culture, which is probably going to be in the next couple of podcasts. I just want to watch a sport, which is why I'm probably going to watch hockey. and probably going to watch baseball. That's all I want. Let me watch a sport. But when you start politicizing a sport, I got news to you not interested, I'll watch UFC or I'll watch Frasier reruns. I I just, I'm not interested. Or I'll buy more from Amazon, which is the real enemy of the left because Amazon is such a, a demon of capitalism. But I'll just buy a movie, watch the movie, and F your frickin' basketball or football game. And I know I can do this because I've been doing it. So, I, Charles Barkley hit it on the head. Sports is coming back. And I may not come back to sports. So, let's go over this COVID-19 thing. Because it just doesn't seem to want to go away. Ugh. Um, uh, California shut down again. Uh, Things to know. Uh, Florida has spiked to 15,400 new cases in a single day. That is the highest in a single day. People are panicking. Uh, There's some things you do need to know. Florida also on that one day performed 150,000 tests which basically caught people that had it. So, I mean, we're doing more testing. We're finding more cases. Makes sense. The average age of those infected, 24 to 35. (sighs) So, all these protesters, all of these people that went to the beach, they ended up with COVID. Sorry, that's what happened. The death rate has gone down, though is showing signs of going up. But it's still way down. So when people say Florida is going to end up like New York, no. Florida has like 4,000 deaths. New York has about 36,000 deaths. So Florida is not spiking in that way. Um, There is no spike in hospitalization for the most part. It depends on the specific hospital you're talking about. They say they're close to capacity. One thing to remember when a hospital says they're close to capacity, they're supposed to be close to capacity. A hospital should be between 90 to 97% capacity. So have have they spiked? Have they gone beyond the curve? The answer is no. So hospitals are doing pretty much what they were doing before. They are still doing elective surgeries. Okay, none of this is a surprise. We opened up the economy and the economy opening up is going to be an issue because people are going to catch it where they weren't catching it before because they were inside. We test far more, which means we're going to catch people who actually have it. The virus is just going to appear. Good for us, right? Trump and Betsy DeVos think we're in good shape. They want to open schools. Some of the evidence shows that children are in absolutely no danger of the virus. That the only children that are in danger of actually dying from the virus, they'll, no, they'll catch it. But that they're in danger of dying from the virus is minute. And those children that actually died from the virus had virus had pre-existing mm-hmm. conditions. So it's very hard to sit back and it's very hard to sit back and say that kids were uh, the kids are in danger. They're really not. There's l- less evidence that shows that kids actually pass it on to others. And a lot of people are saying that kids don't actually pass this on to other people. Uh, I don't know if I buy that. But the reality is, science has said, maybe not. Children are beginning to show emotional problems with being inside too much, including suicidal depression. Kids are horribly social. They need other people. Now, I know a lot of kids. I interact with kids all the time in a good way. And guess what? Yeah, their moods are changing and i I'm, I'm talking about my girlfriend's kids you can tell they need and, and the my girlfriend has said they need school they really need school they're going crazy parents need and want to work school gives them that outlet now i usually hate using schools or any government program as a reason for childcare But the reality is, schools, when I went to school, my mom worked, and that was 40 years ago. It's just how it works. Parents can't work if they need to take care of their kids. And if they can't work, they can't make money, and they can't take care of their kids. Which is why that gal who was fighting with that judge in, I think it was Texas, saying that I had to open my place because i got to feed my kids... And here, here's the other thing. The Association for Pediatric Medicine says, we need to open our schools this fall. They said that. So you've got a bunch of pediatric doctors that are saying that it's not good that our kids aren't going to school. So there you go. It's done. And I'm pretty sure the Association for Pediatric uh, Medicine actually weighed in the cost and benefits of opening the schools for their for children. Well, the media is pushing back. They keep saying the teachers are gonna die. Now mind you, these are union teachers. Non union teachers actually wanna go back to school. Weird, huh? How that works. Grandma is gonna die. She's gonna catch a she's gonna catch coronavirus from one of the kids who gives them a hug, blah blah blah. Again, there's not enough evidence to prove that kids actually spread this thing. It seems like it's adults that spread this thing. Now, that doesn't mean that kids shouldn't go to school if grandma could get COVID-19 from the kid, but it means that the kid should probably stay away from grandma for 14 days or so. And the kids should go to school. And here's something. It's really rude. It's not a great thing here's the thing. Viruses have a tendency of killing people and there's not a lot we can do with it. Let me throw this, let me reverse this to make it look like that I'm not the asshole that I actually am. But is it possible that grandma doesn't want to stay in the house for the rest of her life? That maybe grandma is going to want to walk out of the house go to the grocery store, things like that. So let's not go into the grandma thing. All right, because grandma is going to catch COVID-19 one way or the other, and she's going to survive. And there's a chance she may not. And that's just the way nature is. Here's the other thing the media talks about. Trump ignores science. Uh, Meanwhile, he's got the biggest doctor's on his staff, and every time he points to science, they just keep saying, by the way, th- that's the whole thing with the left. The left always says you, you ignore science. For example, I don't think we're going to die from global warming in nine years. There are a lot of scientists who say we're not going to die from global warming in nine years. Joe Biden thinks we're going to die of global warming in nine years. Um, who's ignoring science? that there are a lot of scientists that actually sat back, a lot of doctors that said closing didn't fix anything because the reality is people are inside protecting themselves from COVID-19 and they're going to walk out and COVID-19 is still going to be there. That COVID-19 is not just going to die. That seems to be what Libs want, the left wants. How about... Is it possible they're just trying to blame Trump for uh, the COVID-19 and they're going to say it's because he didn't listen to scientists? Meanwhile, he's trotting out scientists for the last three, three and a half months talking about, okay, whatever. It's stupid. And only the stupid are going to buy this crap. They point out that right-leaning states are the problem. That this rise in COVID-19 is because Alabama, Georgia, um, Florida, Idaho, Oklahoma, they all have rises in COVID-19. There are a couple of things they don't show here. Uh, one, that California actually has the highest level of COVID-19 infections it is a completely leftist state. They forget about uh, Colorado, which is not a leftist state, but is definitely a Democrat state. They've got a rise in COVID. They're also seeing rises in COVID in certain cities that are Democratic run. And what a surprise that's where they had a lot of these protests. So we need to really call out the media who is actually catching this thing. Other thing the media is saying, Cuomo and other leftist states have handled this thing beautifully. They haven't. Chris Cuomo, or I'm sorry, Andrew Cuomo, the other dumbass, sat back and kept saying that they kept saying that Andrew Cuomo handled it beautifully in New York. No, Andrew Cuomo handled it exactly the way you weren't supposed to handle it in New York that that curve that they keep talking about the only person that had that curve was Chris Cuomo. Well, uh, Andrew Cuomo in the state of New York. Andrew Cuomo allowed COVID patients to go back into old folks homes, killing about I don't know 7, 8,000 people. Cuomo state has 35, 36,000 dead. And they handled it well? Meanwhile, they point to Florida, which has 4,500 dead. They point to Georgia, which has a little less than 4,000 dead. And they'd say, those are the bad states. They handled it incorrectly. Stop. Stop. All you have to do is look at numbers. And by the way, numbers are science. Didn't happen. finally, some of the things they're actually saying is the protests had nothing to do with this. They had nothing to do with the surge. Meanwhile, we can't go to church because we're going to spread COVID, but the protests where thousands and thousands and thousands of people were together breathing on each other, that didn't, had nothing to do with COVID. Stop. Now, is this all a good thing? No. I mean, yeah, right now I'm telling you the statistics and it's good. Does that mean in three weeks death rates aren't going to go up or maybe something isn't proven right? We don't know. We got to wait. But we don't have the information. The left is telling us what is happening and why. And all we're saying is, well, if you look at stats, that's not what it is that's fine. Let's wait. But don't start attacking the right every time some guy who's probably had COVID for three months has finally tested positive for COVID. It's sad. And what do I think about the schools? I think schools need to open. I think kids need to go to schools. And I'm not talking about Josie's I'm talking about my grandkids. My grandkids are driving my daughter nuts. My daughter can't do a darn thing. She can't get her master's degree. She can't get a job. And one of my grandkids is ready to go. His oldest, the oldest, is ready to go to preschool. Let him go. He wants to hug somebody. Let him hug somebody. Who cares? That's one of the things she's afraid of. And I don't blame her. So... I, I think that we're really overdoing this COVID. And I think we've got to get to the point we begin to accept the need for herd immunity. And what does herd immunity means? We catch it and our bodies reject it. And in some cases, our bodies won't. That's nature. If a volcano erupts, maybe it's a bad analogy. I'm sure I'm going to get crap for that, but... If a volcano erupts, some people are going to get burned and some aren't. That's nature. And we can't depend even though there's some real there's some real strong impressions we're going to get in a vaccine. You can't depend on a vaccine. And you can't depend that COVID isn't going to mutate. It's already mutated into at least two different strains. How do we know it's not going to mutate into three, four, or five? And then it ends up being, what's that called? Oh yeah, the yearly flu. We need to start accepting a lot of that stuff. Well, I'm going to hold off on my last section, which was about crime. I'm going to hold it off till tomorrow. And yes, you're going to get a podcast tomorrow because I've been so neglect. I've been bad with my pod, I'm bad podcaster, bad, bad podcaster. But the thing is, I'm, I'm going to do another podcast tomorrow. It's definitely going to be a different podcast. Unless something bizarre happens, it won't be about the news. It won't be about the news. It's going to be about just something I've read and I thought was really relevant. So you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on pod, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. You can visit my website where you can listen to the um, uh, videos, uh, audio, full uh, full videos or audio. And you can review my um, reference links. Uh, this is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass is Talking Politics.